Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. The rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. Right now, 40 clear skies on this Thursday, February 9th. Good morning. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. I can assure you this was not for civilian purposes. That That is, we are 100% clear about that top general at the pentagon they are 100 percent sure that chinese spy balloon was part of a broader surveillance effort by beijing new york city mayor adams he's taking heat after criticizing woke democrats two students and an adult shot outside a charter school in williamsburg brooklyn funeral services are today for an off-duty nypd officer a day after his alleged cop killer is arraigned on a charge of murder We've got the audio of squad member Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's big meltdown during a congressional hearing probing Twitter's decision to repress the Hunter Biden laptop story. U.S. Pentagon says China was not flying a weather balloon over the United States. The top spokesperson at the Pentagon, General Pat Ryder, insists the balloon the U.S. shot down over ocean waters on Saturday was, in fact, a Chinese spy balloon. Based on... What we know and have observed about this balloon, it is a surveillance balloon. It was an intelligence collection capability. You know, a question I would ask myself is if, in fact, it was a civilian balloon, a weather balloon, and it was approaching a sovereign nation about to enter their airspace, a responsible nation would have put out some kind of public statement saying, hey, heads up, this is heading your way. We just want to let you know. The PRC did not do that. General Ryder also said there have been four previous balloons that have gone over U.S. territory. He said the balloons are part of a larger Chinese surveillance balloon program ongoing for several years. U.S. military still working to recover debris from the airship. New York City's mayor, Eric Adams, under fire by members of his own party. Here's the comment that has gotten Adams into hot water as he accused woke Democrats of driving away minority voters during an appearance on MSNBC yesterday. You look at the numbers, there's a hemorrhaging of our Latino community, our AAPI communities that's leaving the traditional Democratic base. is because we've allowed the loudest and those who consider themselves to be woke. Some of us never went to sleep. And we hear and speak directly to people. And I think the party is now understanding that we have to speak at those issues that are important. Tony Malone, a spokesperson for the New Kings Democrats, a left-leaning faction within the Brooklyn Democratic Party, questioned why Adams would echo Republican rhetoric, he said. No arrests this morning after two students and an adult were shot outside Williamsburg's Charter High School on Verrett Street in Brooklyn yesterday afternoon. This man heard those shots ring out. The security grabbed him and said something to him, pushed him aside, and they kept going. Then all of a sudden something happened that everybody ran. They ran towards somebody in the middle of the intersection, and then you just heard like three, four shots. All three victims, a 37-year-old man, a 15-year-old girl, and a 17-year-old boy all expected to survive. Police say the NYPD received a call of a large fight involving approximately 15 young males prior to that gunfire. So far, no arrests. 
The funeral for slain off-duty NYPD officer Ardid Fayez, a father of two, is today. His alleged cop killer was in court yesterday. The suspect in the murder of the off-duty officer Adid Fayez was arraigned in Brooklyn court Wednesday morning. The suspect, Randy Jones, brief arraignment in a downtown Brooklyn courtroom packed with police officers. This man thinks his suspect should not have been out on the streets due to his extensive criminal background. The fact that the, the criminal had such a, a rap sheet was even more devastating. It's an insult to the police officers. Jones was charged with murder, attempted robbery, and criminal possession of a weapon. Baez was killed in a setup during the purported sale of a Honda Odyssey minivan. A Bronx Congresswoman, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York, a member of the squad, had a big meltdown yesterday during the House Oversight Committee's hearing on Twitter's decision to repress the Hunter Biden laptop story in the fall of 2020. As first reported by the New York Post, AOC called the story half-fake. It's just an abuse of public resources, an abuse of public time. We could be talking about health care. We could be talking about bringing down the cost of prescription drugs. We could be talking about abortion rights, civil rights, voting rights. But instead, we're talking about Hunter Biden's half-fake laptop story. I mean, this is an embarrassment. On Wednesday, House Republicans questioned Twitter executives who made that decision to censor the New York Post story on Hunter Biden's laptop in the waning days of the 2020 presidential campaign. Liberal media outlets largely ignored the Hunter Biden laptop story until March 16, 2022, when the New York Times actually published a story about the federal investigations into alleged tax offenses the president's son Hunter is facing. The Washington Post published its report about Hunter Biden's multi-million dollar financial ties to the Chinese energy company CEFC, China Energy, days later. CBS, NBC, and CNN then all released reports verifying the laptop throughout the year as well. Donald Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, met again yesterday for the 15th time with New York City prosecutors examining the former president's financial dealings. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg didn't have much to say about the case, but weighed in on the release of an unauthorized book by one of his former prosecutors about the case against Trump. I bring hard cases when they are ready uh, and came to the same conclusion that multiple senior prosecutors in my office independently came to. And that was that Mark Pomerantz's case simply was not ready. The Manhattan DA Bragg recently convened a new grand jury to hear evidence related to payments Cohen helped arrange in 2016 to two women who claimed to have had sexual encounters with the former president. Trump, meanwhile, has denied having extramarital affairs with either of these women, porn star Stormy Daniels and model Karen McDougal. Trump's lawyers said the payments were legal and that the investigation is politically motivated. U.S. Senators will receive a briefing today on that Chinese spy balloon. Here's U.S. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York. I strongly condemn President Xi's brazen incursion into American airspace. And I commend President Biden's leadership in taking down the Chinese balloon over water to ensure safety for all Americans and maximize the intelligence we gain. Meanwhile, a group of aviation enthusiasts actually tracked the exact distance as two Air Force F-22 fighter jets closed in on that spy balloon on Saturday, recording the whole transmission. When Huntress calls out that the balloon is exactly six nautical miles out, Frank Juan takes the shot. That is a key kill 
completely destroyed. These Air Force pilots were communicating on an unencrypted military frequency that the North American Aerospace Defense Command uses to conduct missions to secure the eastern U.S. under the control center named Huntress. NORAD confirmed the authenticity of that recording. Aviation enthusiasts with the right radios can scan for Huntress missions and other military flights as a hobby, calling out exercises. Pennsylvania Democratic U.S. Senator John Fetterman hospitalized last night after feeling lightheaded. That happened while attending a Senate Democratic retreat, according to his office. Initial tests at the George Washington University Hospital did not show evidence of a new stroke. According to Fetterman's communications director, Joe Calvello, he said in a statement issued last night that doctors were running more tests. Fetterman's health, of course, a major issue during his campaign for that U.S. seat against Republican candidate Dr. Mehmet Oz. The death toll now from the catastrophic earthquake that hit Turkey and Syria Monday has risen to more than 15,000. Emergency workers continue to find victims in the rubble of collapsed buildings in freezing temperatures. This teenage quake survivor spoke to NBC News. One big white light. Everywhere were white. I looked and uh, the chair was shaking so bad. Turkey's President Recep Tayyip Erdogan visited the especially hard-hit Hatay province yesterday. Residents have criticized the government's efforts, saying rescuers have been slow to arrive. The president said the winter weather has been a factor, and the earthquake also destroyed the runway at Hatay's airport, further disrupting response. All day after employing U.K. leaders for military support, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is in France imploring French leaders for more military aid and weapons. February 24th will mark the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of war-torn Ukraine. Here's UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. Vladimir, your visit here today underlines our two countries' close and enduring friendship. We will always be by your side, your staunch and unwavering friends. The embattled leader's travels came as Ukraine braces for an expected Russian offensive. The Interior and Safety Minister of South Korea is being impeached after the Halloween crowd crush that killed nearly 160 people back in October. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard reports. The country's opposition-controlled parliament voted on Wednesday to impeach Lee Sung-min, saying he was responsible for the lack of disaster planning and the poor response to the incident which likely contributed to the death toll. Here's Kim Sung-won of the Democratic Party of Korea. Minister Lee, despite having the responsibility for disaster management and the crowd incident being forecasted in advance, did not take preventive measures. This is a violation of the Framework Act on the Management of Disaster and Safety. After 180 80 days, the Constitutional Court will decide whether to unseat him for good or assign him back to the job. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Alex Barnard. Well, there's been another huge blockbuster trade for the Nets, and Phil Dixon will have that coming up in sports in just another minute or two. Well, the Walt Disney Company announced Wednesday it is trimming its payroll by some 7,000 employees, becoming the Latest major firm to cut jobs as economic uncertainty weighs in. Back in November, Bob Iger returned as CEO of the Walt Disney Company, retrieving the reins from Bob Chapek, whom he spoke very highly of back in 2020 when Chapek was named as his successor. The board has been engaged in a process for quite some time considering who best to succeed me. In Bob Chapek, we have someone that not only knows the company very well, having run a few of our 
really important businesses, including parks and resorts, but he's also someone that we know very well, and we couldn't think of a better candidate to take over the company at this time. On the House of Mouse said the move, part of a major restructuring aimed at saving the company billions of dollars. It was announced by Iger during the company's first quarter earnings call yesterday. 77 WABC News Time 515. As promised, your sports with Bill Dixon in for Justin Ellick. Thanks, Deb. Good morning. Uh, gotta shift my attention to poor old LeBron James here because he only had 24 hours to soak in the glory and attention of breaking the all-time scoring record before we were bombarded with the breaking news that came in overnight. For those who haven't had their coffee yet, get ready to wake up because in the biggest turn of events all season, former MVP and two-time champion Kevin Durant has been traded to the Phoenix Suns. That's right, mere days after Kyrie Irving was sent to Dallas, the man who teamed up with the, teamed up with Kyrie to join the Nets in the summer of 2019 is gone as well. Durant was traded along with TJ Warren to the Phoenix Suns in exchange for Macau Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and four unprotected first-round picks. Pairing Durant up with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton, and surely shifting the odds of winning out the West in Phoenix's favor, the Nets have now traded for James Harden, then traded away James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant, all in three consecutive trade deadlines. If you see a Nets fan today, give them a nice big hug. They could use it. Another trade with the other team in New York, granted not nearly having as much magnitude as the one in Brooklyn, the New York Knicks have traded for Portland Trailblazers forward Josh Hart. The Knicks are finally moving on from Cam Reddish, who was blackballed from the rotation, along with a lottery-protected 2023 first-round pick that turns into four second-rounders if not conveyed. Josh Hart reunites with Jalen Brunson and Ryan Archidiakono in New York, not far from where the trio won a NCAA National Championship together in Villanova back in 2016. Plenty more trades came in before the deadline, but the last one to grab headlines was the three-teamer that happened between the Lakers, Timberwolves, and Jazz. In short, the Lakers are sending former MVP Russell Westbrook to Utah and will be receiving their former second overall pick, D'Angelo Russell, back to Los Angeles, also moving former All-Star Mike Conley from Utah to Minnesota. Remember, the trade deadline doesn't end for another 12 hours, so strap in. With your early news sports update, I'm Phil Dixon with 77 WABC. All right, Miss Lou Dobbs with your financial report. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Mixed earnings on Wall Street. All three major indexes lower yesterday. The Dow Jones Industrials and NASDAQ both losing more than 200 points. Disney beat fourth quarter revenue targets, sending the stock up 3%. Disney Plus subscribers dipped slightly, but mostly in line with Wall Street expectations. Pepsi reports quarterly earnings per share, forecast down more than 16% from last quarter. Wall Street still looking for an annual increase of nearly 8%. Pepsi leaning on organic sales to move the needle. The stock down. 4% so far this year. PayPal reports after the closing bell, total payment volume forecast up 6.5% last quarter. Slumping user numbers, however, could weigh heavily on the stock. New accounts forecast to be 63% lower. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 77 WABC. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. All right, checking your futures. The Dow's up 236 points, 0.69% at 34,232. S&P up 33 and a half. NASDAQ's climbed 144. Gold up $2.80 an ounce. Crude oil at $78.66 an ounce. This morning, that's up 19 cents a barrel. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. 
He has CNG's supervisor shot and killed by a former employee as he arrived at work. This in an apparent murder-suicide. Killed was 51-year-old Russell Heller, who is also a council member in Milford, New Jersey. He was shot and killed outside of PSNG headquarters in Somerset, New Jersey, yesterday morning by 58-year-old Gary Curtis, a former PSNG employee. Curtis was found dead several hours later in a parking lot in Bridgewater, New Jersey. Authorities say he died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. The investigation remains ongoing to try and determine a motive. A missing kindergarten teacher from Jersey City, New Jersey, has been found dead in what law enforcement says is a shallow grave in a remote section of Kearney, New Jersey. 33-year-old Luz Hernandez, a mother of three, was a kindergarten teacher at a charter school. Her death is considered suspicious, according to the Hudson County Prosecutor's Office. A cousin who wished to remain anonymous spoke to NBC4 New York. We love her, her family, or like the friends. We love her. She was like an amazing girl. And it's so unfair, like somebody takes away the life from her. Like, why? Police have said the death is suspicious. They have not indicated just how she died. Her family had reported her missing. The cause and manner of death will be determined by the Hudson County Medical Examiner's Office. As the FBI, county, and local officials work to try and find out who assassinated Sayreville, New Jersey, Councilwoman Eunice Dwumfor, services were held for the slain politician yesterday. Community members and local elected leaders gathered at Epic Church International in Sayreville. Here's Sayreville Mayor Victoria Kilpatrick, who spoke during that memorial. She did not care. Black, white, brown, gay, straight, man, woman, young or old, Christian, Jew, Hindu, Muslim, believer or non-believer, immigrant or homegrown, Democrat or Republican, Eunice was there to see, hear, and represent them all. On Monday, New Jersey's Governor Phil Murphy ordered flags to fly at half-staff Wednesday at all state buildings and facilities. Trump was shot and killed a week ago yesterday while driving her SUV near her townhouse. And you can take a look at our website, wabcradio.com. There's also been video surveillance related to this case that has been released, wabcradio.com. A family from Queens is among the thousands of people killed in that devastating 7.8 magnitude earthquake that rocked southeastern Turkey and northwestern Syria early Monday. The Council on American-Islamic Relations confirmed the death of a former board member, 35-year-old Barack Farik, and his 32-year-old wife, Kimberly, and his 1-year-old and 2-year-old sons. Patterson, New Jersey, with its large Turkish population, is sending aid to Turkey following the earthquake. Here's Patterson Mayor Andre Seya. Here we are again, another crisis, another opportunity for us to come together for a humanitarian effort. And the Farrakh family from Corona Creens was in Turkey for over a month visiting family. The family was on the fifth floor of an apartment building when the building collapsed during that earthquake. The death toll surpassed the 15,000 mark Wednesday, according to officials, with nearly 63,000 reported injured. Police increasing the reward in the brutal acid attack of a Hofstra University student two years ago now. 
787 WABC's Alex Barnard has the story. Nafia Ikram of Elmont was returning home from work in March of 2021 when a man ran up from behind and threw acid into her face. I have scars all over my face and they're still not even halfway done. I've had eight surgeries so far. She also says she now can't see out of her right eye. The FBI has joined Nassau County Police in the investigation and currently the reward in the case is up to $50,000. For seven. 77 WABC Early News. I'm Alex Barnard. Well, officials say three fires Tuesday night and Wednesday. They may all be the work of an arsonist. These three fires, one in Plainfield, the other in West New York, and the other in Union City, appear to have affected Hispanic-owned businesses in business districts. A five-alarm blaze on Bergen Line Avenue in West New York early Wednesday broke out around 4.30 in the morning. The plume traveled due east across Hudson River and could be seen over the Upper West Side of Manhattan as firefighters fought the first fire. Another blaze broke out also on Bergen Line Avenue, but in Union City, about three and a half miles away. That blaze also quickly escalated to multiple alarms. Here's Mayor Brian Stack. They were trying to hold it from going to the building on the end of here, which is the, the meat market. Looks like it's already in that building, so we have about six structures fully involved. Mayor Stack said about 50 people were left homeless by that fire. They were being assisted by the American Red Cross. And those three fires considered suspicious all remain under investigation. Well, some prized applications for this year's New York City Marathon are now being accepted. Here's 77 WABC's Bob Brown with that story. Applications are now available for the New York City Marathon, which can accommodate 50,000 runners. Most of the spots are filled by lottery, so the first step is to apply online by February 22nd at tcsnycmarathon.org. This year's marathon will be held on November 5th. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early Morning News. And many of those applications come in, hundreds of thousands out of a matter of fact, but only about 9% of those who do apply to uh, enter into the New York City Marathon actually receive those applications. So that process really, really contentious and officials with the Roadrunners Association are encouraging people to get their application in right away prior to that deadline if you want to run in the race this year. All right, Joe, well, one of the uh, late-night TV's staples actually not returning to the airwaves. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard has the story. The Late Late Show is going to be replaced by a reboot of the Comedy Central series At Midnight. Entertainment Tonight reports the decision was made because, quote, hosted late-night talk shows are expensive to produce. The news comes after host James Corden announced his exit from the show after the 2023 season. At Midnight originally had a 600-episode run from 2013 to 2017. Stephen Colbert is reportedly producing the reboot, but without original host Chris Hardwick. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Alex Barnard. All right, 77 WABC News Time 529. If you miss the top five at five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all-natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.